to be considered. I will announce the winner on the air on the Dr. Pat Show in May. Go to drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H dot com now to enter the contest and to learn about this life-changing program. Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. There we go. I am live. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, live here from... Where are we? We're at the Linwood Convention Center. And, of course, this is the moment of the Sacred Activism Conference. Uh, do I hear a shout from anybody out there? <laughs> Did you like that, Benny? That was darling. <laughs> I, and, I, I think we need to hear it again, though. You want to hear it again? Yeah, have a little more enthusiasm. Woo! Yeah, there we go. All right. That's what I'm looking for. I know. You feel the love, don't you? Oh, absolutely. Well, we've got an interesting show for everyone today. We're going to be chatting with a number of the presenter speakers from the conference. And let me just give you an idea who that might be. Uh, first of all, we're going to be talking with someone who's actually a student at Wisdom University. And uh, we're going to be talking with Todd about that. Then we're going to have uh, Gene Houston stop by because we had a very electric, I would say electric night last night. Uh, that's actually the way that I felt, of course. And listening to Cindy Sheehan, uh, Carolyn Mace, Robert Kennedy Jr., uh, and, uh, and, and you know, you, you, you think about what's going on here, and what comes to mind is a call to action. So today's show is to hear from each of these presenters and to hear from them in terms of what's sacred, what's activism, and what's next for us to do. But before we begin, I would love to introduce you to someone who is not at the conference because because she is doing something in New York. And what I want to say about this is she will probably be at one of the Sacred Activism Conferences because they are going to be everywhere. And this is the first right here in Seattle. What I'm talking about is I'm talking about the ACLU, and I'm talking about the director of Women's Rights Project, Lenora Lapidus. Lenora, thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, I know this is going to be brief, but I know it's going to be important because what you're doing is important. And what I want to ask you about uh, is, uh, first of all, tell me why the ACLU and the issue around women's rights is so important today. Sure. Women's rights remain a critical issue um, today, and the ACLU is working very hard to secure equality for women. Um, Although there are today legality and equality on the books, in fact, for many women, um, equality is, is not apparent, is not existent. Still, for many low-income women, women of color, immigrant women, discrimination is widespread and rampant. Yeah, so I think we actually forgot that that was still happening. 
it was like a comfort zone we went in into uh and what i want to know is there is an action that you're taking and it has to do with the upcoming women's rights episode and what that means and how this is going to be televised so i'd love for you to share that with our listeners so that they know how to plug in fantastic um the aclu has created a very exciting 10-part television series that tells the stories of real people in America who face threats to their civil liberties and how those people fought to preserve their freedoms. So this month's episode, which will air on Court TV tomorrow at 12 noon Eastern and Pacific uh, time, will show women struggling to overcome barriers to equality. This episode looks at several of our clients um, who fought successfully, in most cases, not always, to uh, bring about equality. And I can tell you about some of, the epi- some of the individual issues, if you'd like. I'd love for you to do that. That'd be great. Sure. Um, this episode has a story of two of our Latina immigrant women uh, workers who were employed here in New York in a retail store, They were not paid minimum wage, they were not paid for all of the hours they worked, and they were sexually harassed by their boss. Uh, They fought back and demanded that they be treated with the respect, dignity, and equality that they deserve. And this episode shows how strong they were in fighting for their equal rights. The episode also contains the story of one of our of one of our clients named Quinn, who was uh, assaulted by her her husband, and when her landlord learned about the abuse, he um, served her with an eviction notice. Yeah, does that and make any sense to anyone? <laughs> absolutely I mean, l- not. Let me ask you: Does that make any sense to anyone? I. I, I just absolutely get to charged around issues that I hear when we take people and we evict them and then we throw them out on the streets. And that is really not a place that I really hold as I do this show and I hold in our consciousness and our listeners hold. I mean, there's an absolute phenomenal compassion for making sure everyone has health insurance, everyone has a home, and that we're treated with the dignity of the human spirit that we deserve. Absolutely. And the notion that after someone has just been assaulted by her husband or partner, that a landlord would attempt to throw her out on the street is really just uh, appalling. Mm. Mm. Okay. We we have other stories as well. Another woman who um, also was a victim of domestic violence, she had obtained an order of protection from the court uh, ordering her husband to stay away from her and her three children. Her estranged husband violated that order and came one day to the family home and kidnapped their three children. Uh, Our client, Jessica Gonzalez, called the police, told them that she suspected that her estranged husband had taken the children and she was very, very scared that they were at risk. Uh, The police refused to do anything, told her to just call back in a couple hours, not to worry about it. She called back again a couple hours later. They again brushed her off. She found out where her husband was with the children at a local amusement park. She told the police, and still they refused to do anything. Finally, after about seven hours of her calling the police repeatedly and then refusing to take any action, 
the husband showed up at the police station at 3 a.m., mm-hmm. opened fire on the station, and was shot dead. Mm. And when the police looked in the cab of his car, they saw the three girls uh, had been murdered by him earlier in the evening while the police had stood by and refused to go and enforce this order of protection. Well, you know, what's really interesting about what you're saying is that we had a session here last night that talked about the media and talked about truth, talked about the fact that uh, uh, we, the research shows that in America that we pretty much don't really have a divide in our political systems in terms of what we value. That when when polls are taken and the latest research study, and I, I won't go into the details about it, but the information we get is that both Democrats and Republicans alike pretty much believe in the same thing. The difference between the parties is that there is a slant in terms of the kind of information they get from the media. And there is, you know, there is a very strong uh, rise of information that slants the picture one way. And mm-hmm. so, you know, in, the, in what you're doing and presenting on television, you're bringing to the table information that we're not going to find out on Fox Channel or, or, or CNN or someplace else. But you're really bringing the reality of what's going on as a call for action, aren't you? Absolutely. And the ACLU Freedom Files is an opportunity not only for people to watch the show, but really to engage with the issues. Uh, we have action items that are included there. Folks who are interested can host house parties, and we will send you a free DVD of the episode um, and use this as a real organizing tool. We've developed a whole viewer's guide that allows watchers to probe deeper, that sort of raises questions that are touched on in the episode, and then begins a discussion And there are all sorts of ways that people can get involved and engage in this issue of women's rights as well as the issues presented in the other nine episodes in the series. So we'd love for people to check out um, ACLU.TV and watch The Freedom Files. All right. That's absolutely great. I know that you've been quoted in a press release uh, for this episode saying that although we've come a long way since Ruth Bader Ginsburg founded the Women's Rights Project in 1972, the laws that now exist on the books fail to ensure quality. Last night, quality for the most marginalized women in our society. Now, when all is said and done, what we had here at the conference is the fact that almost all the laws that had been put into place about our Earth, about the planet, about our rights most recently really have fell to the wayside and so now what you're doing is you're bringing up an issue very specific to women and equality for women and I really commend you Lenora and the ACLU for really taking this message out into the world and make sure everyone if you can tap into court TV why don't you give that out tomorrow for, for our listeners one more time Sure, we'll air on Court TV tomorrow, Saturday, May 13th, just in time for Mother's Day uh, at 12 noon Pacific time as well as Eastern time. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank you for joining the show today. Thank you for the work that you're doing. And I look forward to a conversation with you at at much more length so that we can cover this issue fully. Thanks a lot. All right.
Occasional digestion got you down? After meals, do you feel bloated, heavy, tummy hurt? Does occasional heartburn and indigestion or a just plain tired feeling take the energy out of your day? Vital digestive enzymes are needed to properly digest food and E12 provides them all. Customers often report a dramatic life improvement. Call now, 1-866-NO-BLOAT. That's right, 1-866-NO-BLOAT and discover E12 food enzymes, the digestive secret thousands have benefited from. Escape to a world of yarn and teas like no other. Village Yarn and Tea in Shoreline invites you to their haven of creativity and relaxation. Come see the luscious cotton, wool, blended yarns and teas from around the world. Just starting out and need lessons or need accessories for the complete knitting project? Then make Village Yarn and Tea your destination. For more information, see us online at villageyarnandtea.com. Escape to a world of yarn and teas. Village Yarn and Tea on Ballinger Way in Shoreline, a place to sip and knit. Folks, are you concerned with what the religious right and the neoconservatives have done to our country? Are you concerned about what's happening between America and the rest of the world? Well, you need to attend the Sacred Activism Conference. Finding a new political compass for America. May 11th through the 14th at the Linwood Convention Center. Featuring Bill Grace, Andrew Harvey, Gene Houston, Robert Kennedy Jr., Michael Lerner, Carolyn Mace, Paul Ray, Cindy Sheehan, and Marianne Williamson. Learn about the new cultural movement that is emerging in America that is far larger than the religious right is beyond left and right politics very deeply green and which believes in holistic living network build community and participate in shifting the political compass of our country nothing less than the future of America and the fate of the earth are at stake for more information, costs, and registration, go to wisdomuniversity.org or call 415-561-2348. That's 415-561-2348. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. This is Dr. Scott Lynch of Crown Hill Chiropractic, your center for maximized living. Listen for my maximized living tips on the Dr. Pat Show over the next 26 weeks. We will teach you value-driven health, showing how your core values and health paradigms determine your health potential and quality of life in the future. Visit us at 9776 Holman Road Northwest Suite 109 in North Seattle or on the web at www.crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. No other station brings you this much variety. Welcome to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. everyone welcome back and thank you for listening to the dr pat show of course we've got a lineup for you today we are live from the sacred activism conference right here in linwood i was going to say linwood new jersey but we are not in new jersey this is linwood washington but i've met so many people here from new jersey that's kind of interesting in itself uh and of course up right now to talk to us about the conference to talk about what her experience was last night was uh dr jean houston of course you've heard jean on my show scholar, philosopher, researcher, and basically what I want to say about Jean is she is a woman that is taking her message out into the world and inviting each and every one of us to step up to the plate and hit the home run by taking action to change this world in a positive way. 
Thank you, Gene, for joining the show today. Thank you, Pat. It's good to be back with you. Did you mind the baseball analogy right there? Not at all. Okay. Um, I, I used the expression that last night was electric for me. Uh, I would love for you to give a sense to our listeners what this conference is about, what you felt last night, and what you hope would happen after this conference is over. Well, I'm going to answer in a very eccentric way. After last night's extraordinary uh, ebullient uh, unfolding of the shadow of our land with Cindy Sheehan's magnificent Earth Mother statement of the tragedy of mm. young men and women being killed for an unnecessary war and then the amazing series of, of statistics uh, but statistics with passion that Robert Kennedy gave us I had to conclude that if George Bush did not exist, we would have had to invent him. Mm. <laughs> By that I mean to have created a concentration of such shadow that finally we were forced by this shadow to go deeper. Because, you know, America had a ton of shadow. In the 1930s, we projected that entire shadow, the shadow of what we did to black people, to native peoples, etc., onto, onto Europe, into Adolf Hitler. And then at the end of World War II, we thought of ourselves as the goodest, the best, the kindest, the nice, the most decent, the Marshall Plans. There was some truth to that. We took the whole shadow, wham, we reprojected it on to the Soviet Union and the Cold War. Between 1989, the fall of the Berlin Wall, and 2001, the fall of the Twin Towers, we had a great parenthesis of time in which we could have done so much deep work on ourselves mm. and really reconstituted the American dream and the American ethics and morals and values. We did not. It became the time of hypocrisy and the culture of greed. And now we have an incarnation of that entire shadow which we projected in the 1930s in our present administration. I don't think it's one person, it's many people there. And what this, in a conference like this, forces us to go very, very deep and say, all right, what is the vision of where we yet can go? What can we do not just to reconstitute our dream, our capacities, our work in the world, what can we do to enlarge the story? What can we do to give a new story? I know my good friend who's sitting here, Barbara Marks Hubbard, who I believe is going to be on this program, you know, has a phenomenal vision of the, the evolutionary consciousness and how it creates a new society. In my work all over the world, in part in my mystery schools, which are familiar with our social artistry yes. program, and of course my work as the role, my role as a consultant to the United Nations on human development, I work all over the world with leaders, and I find that they are all, for the most part, fed up with things as they are. And with the decline of America, by the demythologizing of America, these cultures are finding new ways of deepening into their authentic power, recovering their cultural genius. And But what I find is people are ready to go to the edges of exploring the depths of their humanity to begin to regenerate uh, human societies, human culture, uh, human values, um, there's been the breakdown of the membrane between peoples. There is now this great passage of culture, of art, of music, of understanding. There's the breakthrough of the depths. We are living in a time in which the zeit has gotten geisty. <laughs> you know, the yes. spirit is all over. And this is what you find in this, this Congress. So last night we had this phenomenal speaking and uh, uh, dramatization of the shadow of our land. And now we begin to look at her. What is the light? What is the dream? Where can we go? You did a session this morning as well. Um, I don't. I, I peeked in the room. 
I, I don't think I saw an empty seat and there were people standing. This conference, as it was originally talked about, and I think Jim Garrison mentioned it last night, mm. we expected a few people, I, and, you know, according to you know, a, a hundred people, people, maybe. people, maybe. Maybe. But there are people here that have come from everywhere. I know I'm embarrassed because I don't know, it was on your show. It was on my show. Where I said, oh, it's going to be a very intimate conference. Yes. Probably not more than a hundred people. You'll get to talk to everybody. I'm here with egg all over my face with the 800 people who are here. It's a good cooked egg, though. <laughs> it's a really good good cooked egg because you know this is really a demonstration it really is a demonstration of how people are really willing to go to the place that you've talked about that we need to go well we i think this conference has to set up the lure of becoming yes okay. what in physics is called the strange attractor and it's very easy to turn people on you and i know that it's yes. very easy to inspire people people have their inspiration buds just ready to be watered but to then grow it into the full plant, the full tree, the fruiting, is something else again. It's really and hard this, to remember to fertilize is, it, yeah, isn't it? Because we people frizzle out. As I say, one of the greatest human potentials is sloth and forgetfulness. Mm. Um, and so how to sustain this kind of thing, and I know Barbara's going to talk to you about this, how to create ongoing teaching, learning communities, evolutionary communities that are growing in body, mind, and spirit while they are doing active social uh, transformational projects because if you don't have the possible human you will not have the possible society and then to have a gathering what did you call it today to me not a data bank but a, a, a gathering center a, a harvest center a synergy center you got that mic right there make yeah. sure that's on and a synergy center of, of connecting that which is creative. I think that we're right at the stage of doing that. And, you know, when you say teaching, learning communities, people have to invent those communities. They have to create them because you can't just join them. The institutional breakdowns, it's, unless you have a really good church nearby, usually there's nothing to join. That's right. Mm -hmm. So we're in, I think, it's social pioneering as well as social artistry. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Jean. Thank you so thank much. You, uh, you know, in parting, what would be your your uh, your message for people that are listening to the show? Some of them are, are on their way here. Some of them are not able to get here today. And some of them are not quite sure if they want to get here. Well, you better get here, because these are the times we are the people, and this is the place where it's happening. All right. Thank you, Dr. Jean Houston. Thank you very, very much. Uh, we're going to have join us right now uh, Barbara Marks Hubbard. She's going to step in. We're making, this is live, okay, in case you're interested in knowing why you're hearing background noise. What I want to say is this is, of course, the Dr. Pat Show. And uh, that was Dr. Jean Houston. And uh, we're checking in with different people that are here that have come to the show that are uh, looking at uh, coming on air to share what they have heard in a very short period of time. I mean, what we're talking about is the introduction last night, the beginning of the conference, and of course, I use the term electric because that's what I felt. I mean, I, I felt that. I felt like there was uh, sparks uh, happening in the seat that I was sitting in. The people around me were, were sort of, you know, just... just generating this vibration and and i felt that i think the key and what gene is talking about is it's one thing to be at a conference and it's another thing to keep that sustainable and so thank you barbara thank you for joining me again let's talk a little bit about sustainability well i just wanted to talk about the critical timing all right 
because we have had problems for many, many generations and decades, but they have built up to a critical mess. And a critical mess means more of the same could actually destroy us. And I don't think we've faced that ever as a whole community. Our life support systems are threatened. And from my understanding, the critical mess in the timing of the planet is necessary to activate now the the consciousness mass that has been generated for many many decades but it hasn't come into form and i felt last night that the power of, of robert kennedy and and sheehan mm. had reached the point where it was intolerable to to sustain it, it it's unsustainable yes. uh, destruction yes and i think it it just crossed over for me particularly in hearing robert kennedy speak of the way corporate power has corrupted our media our government our environment so insidiously that you could feel the body dying right in front of your eyes so as what jane says it is out of that desperation that the survival and creativity is generated. And it's everywhere. And if I had to say one thing that we're missing right now is the ability to stay connected and co-creative mm. with what's arising. Because it's arising, like this is maybe 800 people. I was just at a conference of a thousand people who want to pioneer the peaceful development of outer space. And I'm fascinated by the joining of these communities. Here's a community that's for sustainability on Earth. There's another one who is for the possible future as a solar system species. These are all connected. And so what we are doing here is still in the old form. Mm. It's still in the form of speakers and workshops. Yes, it and is. And I think we have to move into the form of social synergy and not spend so much time listening to speakers and create the social synergy structures like we used to do in the Syncons, and we're doing it now down in New Orleans, where you meet in task forces where people state what they want to create, what their needs are, what their resources are, and then they report out to each other, and the entire structure cultivates connectivity. And then there is a media outreach where more people are brought in, and there's an Internet interface where it's not lost. Mm. And, and I was talking with Jim Garrison it, that we should meet about how to sustain and create the connectivity. Because if you think of the 800 people here, they're sitting in rows mm -hmm. listening to great speakers. Yes. Each of them is great. And we're always saying that. Yes, we are. But we don't structure it into the way we meet. Exactly. That's, that's my passion right now is repatterning the way we interface. Well, hold that thought because uh, I'm right there with you. I mean, it's all the repatterning, the synergy is really about taking action, isn't it? It's less about having conversations, a little coffee, and then going home and turning on the boob tube. It's also the structure in which we can continue to interact. Okay. And how do we build the learning communities? Okay. Social structure. All right. Let's take a short break. When we come back, more with Barbara Marks Hubbard. We've got other folks lined up here. And we're live. This is the Dr. Pat Show live from the Linwood Linwood Conference Convention Center right here and doing the absolutely unbelievable, remarkable action that we're taking in the Sacred Activism Conference. We'll be right back. Now, 
NCD, a new oral detoxification product that reduces the effects of environmental toxicity and can help millions across the globe. Natural Cellular Defense is an effective oral detoxifier, a tool in the fight against toxicity. Join our Copious Health team to raise awareness about environmental toxicity and this safe new product. Go to copioushealth.com or call 206-423-6596. That's 206-423-6596. Copioushealth.com. This is Dr. Nusheen Darvish of Holistic Medical Center in Bellevue announcing a special contest for the Change Your Body, Change Your Life program. This unique nutritional and fitness program is aimed at perfecting body composition by maintaining lean body mass and reducing fat. In May, I will select one person to receive a free enrollment valued at $4,600. To learn more about the program, and to enter the contest, go to drdarvish.com and click on Change Your Body, Change Your Life. Your entry must be submitted by May 1st to be considered. I will announce the winner on the air on the Dr. Pat Show in May. Go to drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H dot com now to enter the contest and to learn about this life-changing program. The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, you want to take the worry out of it and work with a professional from REMAX Champions. After all, REMAX sells more real estate than any other. Serving all of Western Washington, REMAX Champions alone sold over $100 million this past year. Call Dennis Sikowski at 888-62-DREAM. That's 888-62-DREAM. For a friendly, candid, and professional conversation about your real estate needs. Hey, this is Scott Mechlewitz. Uh, so happy to be on the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, please check out the Peaceful Warrior movie on June 2nd and visit the website at thepeacefulwarriormovie.com. Open your ears. Open your heart. Open your mind. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. to the Dr. Pack show right here live from the Sacred Activism Conference. So let's hear from everybody out there. Why don't you just give us a shout? I love doing live broadcasts. I love doing remote broadcasts. And uh, Benny, you know that I love doing them, don't you? Oh, you're eating it up down there. I can tell. I'm just doing it. Absolutely. And I want to mention that we're here with both Gene Houston and Barbara Marks Hubbard. And we're talking about the conference. We're talking about sustainability. Let's talk about this conference. Uh, you know, what, what is your sense of, you know, this pioneering effort? And I would say that, although I've been criticized for saying that, this pioneering effort to bring people together. What can we say about it? Well, I felt last night in hearing Robert Kennedy and uh, Cindy Sheehan that the movement that's been generating actually is, was catalyzed last night. It mm -hmm. felt so much power. And then with Gene's speech this morning about reimagining the future and all these other talks that are coming, I think we have here a convergence that itself could generate a movement for a positive future for humanity. And I'm very excited to be here. I agree. I think it's an alchemical cauldron. 
with just the right elements, some of which have been maturing since time out of mind, others which have been part of the things that Barbara and I have been doing the last 30 years or so. <laughs> or more. <laughs> but it, it's coming together to create a new kind of gold for the social psyche. And the problem is that you have to keep tending it. And if you just keep multiplying it in the same way, that's not tending it. I want to see, I want to see people, people coming, leaving here with ongoing either sin cons or mm -hmm. teaching learning communities or combinations mm -hmm. of these with ongoing curriculum that they can be developing to develop themselves as developing their human development in the light of social change and social strategy. And above all, I want to see people in new orders of, of relationship with each other's co-creators mm -hmm. of their communities, of their uh, of states, of their culture, of the world, and to really create the continuum of co-creation that is so feisty, so sexy, so rich, so vital that it cannot die, and the gold of the social psyche will, mm -hmm. will bloom. One of the ways I've been putting it recently is that, you know, in, in the early days we had excellent town meetings in smaller towns when we, we had democracy that we could actually feel represented by, and what we need now is town meetings in the round where people meet more in, in a circular fashion than in a, in a issue oriented win-lose and everybody has asked what do you want to create yes what are your needs to create it what are your resources and within any small group of people 100 200 much less 800 people the number of matching of needs and resources and it's i've coined this phrase it's supra sexy you talked about sexy piece <laughs> i would like to ask uh, add a supra sexy co-creation procreation is sexy and we get the babies Co-creation is supra sexy, and when you join your genius with others, you start to grow yourself, and you grow your work, and you grow your community, and nature has put joy into it. Nature has put joy into joining, and so much of, of what we do is what we have to be against, and that's one half of it. And, and then there's the vision of what we'd like to create, and then there's the process of joining to create it. And I believe that gets the energy running, just the way actually attraction does to, to have the child. Mm -hmm. and, and actually for me, Barbara and Jean, I mean, I don't know about you, but I really don't like doing a whole lot by myself. No. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm one of these people, I don't even like to meditate by myself, so I have a meditation buddy. But that's not what, we, we, what we've been meant to do. We're not really have been born and in, in brought into this place so that we could hang out on our individual planets and turn on the television and just, you know, kind of hang out there. So isn't this an invitation then for us to really get, really get super sexy? Mm -hmm. Is that the term? Super sexy and co-create something that's far bigger than sitting in front and listening to a bunch of people. But it's very important to have a collective vision in which everybody is participating in the vision. Yeah. And I don't mean participating in just dialogically, but participating internally. Because, you know, it's like the old story of, of, the, uh, of the search for the, of the grail and the wasteland. The land is a wasted because nobody had enough passion to ask the great question, you know, where is the source of our reality? What is trying to happen? And Parsifal, whose name means total fool, and in the French it means Passeval, the piercer of the veil, who is the total fool, wanders around doing nightly things with no passion because he has not, when he was at Grail Castle, asked the right question. He didn't ask any questions at all. He was just there 
in a stupor. Oh, you know. So he spends seven years doing nightly things with no passion until he finally comes back and says to the holder of the grail, Uncle, what ails thee and who serves the grail? And the grail appears. What is the grail? And the whole kingdom is transformed. And the wasteland becomes the green land. Nobody had had enough passion for asking the great question, where is it? What is it? What is the source of our power, our abundance, our reality, our greening? And the world was... It was dying because of a lack of metaphysical passion. And it is also that level to add to super-sexiness. Mm-hmm. Metaphysical passion mm-hmm. for the source roots of our reality, whether they be in nature or cosmos, whether they are spiritual. Right now, all over the world, the zeit is getting geisty. You know, the spirit is rising everywhere. And to be able to tune into the spiritual intelligence that we all contain collectively as we are also supersexually creating a new society. Yes, Jean, and building on that, <laughs> I think that that for me the, the the creativity is a very deep word, because you can take it in its deepest sense. It is the awakening of the creative, the universal process of creativity or the creator within. It's divine. So when you get turned on by that impulse, it's not only a, st- a kind of uh, God as a stable entity, but God as the process of creation. And when you get creative, you turn that juice on, and it is metaphysical at its source, genuine creativity. And then each person's essence seems to have a unique expression of mm-hmm. divine creativity. Let me also add that Barbara has a long history, a very long history, as I know her for so many years, of taking real sacred time and space and tapping into that source of spiritual creativity and from that great cauldron of spiritual creativity then emerging with projects with books with ideas that then galvanize have galvanized so many hundreds of thousands of people so it's true that part of the aspect of being a co-creator is accessing that deeper source of your being and its own uniqueness as you now that requires meditation and listening and journal writing and sharing I've, I've really become aware that I've been guided by the higher self for 40, 50 years that higher self is actually me ah. <laughs> it's not an extraterrestrial or Jesus Christ and the me that is that essence is in you mm-hmm. and so when the two or more are able to talk self to self capital S to capital S our inner self to inner self what it does is it creates a resonant field and then you get to remember more often that the creative source of your being is inherent as you. Wow. It's a matter of the entelechy, uh, entelechy the ancient Greek That's word. That's right. It's the entelechy That's of an it. acorn to be an oak tree. It's the entelechy of a baby to be a grown-up human being. Yeah. It's the entelechy of you and me to be God only knows, knows what. <laughs> but when my essence is speaking to your essence, then that entelechy, that higher destiny, that deeper purpose, and the passion to make that purpose practical emerges. It's exactly right. And one of the reasons I, I've accepted uh, to come here, it was pretty much at the last minute, was that Jean was going to be here. And we've been trying to actually talk together for years. And look at you now. And I said, Jean, I will come if we could have time together to share what is your creativity doing right now? What is my creativity doing? And how does that merge? Okay. Can I do this? Can I please ask you, once you've had that conversation, (laughs) 
Would you please join me on air to share it? Wow, that'll be some. That'll be a long would show. You, would you? Sure, it'll be a long conversation. Long yeah, well, and the, the reason long I'm at, the reason I'm saying that is it will be a long conversation. I want to make sure that we give you the time needed to have that conversation because what you're talking about excites me. So I want to thank you both for joining me here today. Thank you so much. Pat. And I'm really. I mean, you'll probably have a whole bunch of people following you now as you walk away from here. Um, but we may, you know, maybe Ava can help and sort of protect you from uh, people wanting to hear what you're going to create. No, you don't. So thank you both for joining me today. Thank you both. Thank um, you, Pat, for what just you're doing. really awesome. You and Barbara, I'm looking forward to uh, following you on the radio. And Jean, I'm not sure when you're on, but I'm looking forward to uh, making sure people know. Are you still on the radio now? Or are you doing a radio show? Sometimes. Okay, well, let us know so we can let everyone know. Well, I mean, it's from all over the world. All right. Thank you both for joining us today. Thank you very much. Great. Awesome. We're now... Yeah, let's hear it. Oh, that was fun to do that with you. That was really great. really do one, two, three, four. That's exactly what we're going to do it again. Yes. Man, this is great. Uh, For those of you just tuning in, yes, this is the Dr. Pat Show. You have tuned in to the right place. And we're getting ready right now to hear from uh, John Cowan. We're going to have a few words from John. Then we're going to bring Carolyn on. And we're going to close the show with Todd. So let's have John come up here and chat with us for a few minutes. All right, so here's what I want to say. Uh, John Cowan is joining us today. We're here live, the Dr. Pat Show from the Sacred Activism Conference. And, John, I'm just going to ask you a few questions. I want to get your input because you're the president of New Alchemy, aren't you? Are you, are you not? All right, so what I want to ask you to do is uh, I would love for you to share what your experience is right now at the conference. That's a big question. <laughs> well, I would have to start by saying that what's, uh, there's been a few things that have really surprised me. Okay. Firstly, the number of people that have shown up, and I think Jim Garrison remarked, and others perhaps have said the same that initially there was some worry that we wouldn't have maybe more yeah. than a hundred people yeah. and there was maybe the thought that we might get lucky and get two hundred people here yeah. well my understanding is there's been a, a, as many as seven hundred that have come to this conference and i suspect if if we'd been better able to get the word out we might have you know, filled this facility to capacity. Well, can you imagine if we'd have started this six months ago instead of like three, two, two or three months ago? It's a remarkable oh. level of response for a two, three months effort, and it, and it tells me, convinces me that there's something at work here that's beyond our own understanding. Mm-hmm. Because to to work on this for two to three months, and the people have done a remarkable job in in pulling this all together, something else is going on here. Exactly. This this has exploded in terms of just the participation and the enthusiasm and the energy here. Mm -hmm. So the second thing would be just the sense of this awesome energy. Uh, Gene talked this morning about this this, uh, emerging kind of uh, gnawing, uh, 
something waiting to be born mm -hmm. right. uh, existing throughout the planet, everywhere mm -hmm. she travels. And I've had a sim similar experiences that there's something waiting, yearning to be born, and, and a sense of that is very strong mm -hmm. here. Good. Today. Well, thank you, John. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to come back with Carolyn. If you would stay around, uh, John, for a few minutes uh, uh, after Carolyn, what I'd like to do is bring you and Todd back on. So right now we're going to speak with Carolyn Mace. This is the Dr. Pat Show right here. My friend Benny is operating, pushing all the buttons. We're really grateful for him. We are here at the Sacred Activism Conference, and I'm telling you, you cannot find a parking space. So if you want to come here and you want to come to these events, get in your car and come now. This is what you have to do. This is not like a big parking lot. We got people are here, six, seven hundred people. Even though Gene came on the air a couple weeks ago, said there was going to be like a hundred people here. No, that's not it. This is the Dr. Pat Show. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we're with Carolyn Mace. Stay tuned. Wisdom U presents Sacred Activism, integrating soul and service to build a wisdom civilization. This exciting four-day conference will galvanize its participants to develop a deeper connection between their spiritual practice and social action. Spiritual beliefs and social action equals sacred activism. Do you feel you've lost your voice? Find a language that will assist you in reclaiming the sacred center of your entire being and offer you direction to stay ignited. Beginning the conference Thursday, May 11th, it's the Sacred Activist as Mystic Warrior and Healer. An all-day workshop with New York Times bestseller Caroline Mace and Scott Andrew Harvey, who has written and edited more than 30 books. Throughout the conference, you'll hear from inspirational speakers such as Robert F. Kennedy Jr., author and environmental activist, Bill Grace, founder of the Center for Ethical Leadership, Marianne Williamson, internationally acclaimed author of Everyday Grace. Closing the weekend will be a special Mother's Day workshop with a mystery school founder, Gene Houston. The Divine Feminine is a gateway to a wisdom civilization. Register early and save. Linwood Convention Center, May 11th through 14th. For more information or to register, go to www.wisdomuniversity.org. Within each of us is a call to greater life. Now, Mary Manon Morrissey, minister, author, and teacher, helps you discover your own greater life in a brand new interactive radio show. Introducing Life Solutions with Mary Manon Morrissey. Real people, real problems, real solutions. Life Solutions Radio, Mondays at 5 p.m., part of the Dr. Pat family. Bonjour, my name is Veronique Raskin. I founded the Organic Wine Company 25 years ago. If you love wine and have not tried our French wines, you are in for a treat. Nowadays, people everywhere are buying organic fruits and vegetables because they know they taste better. Organic grapes are so luscious. When turned into wine, you can really taste the difference with every sip. So our wines are delicious and eco-friendly. So I want to make it easy for you to try them out. Call me right away at 1-888-ECO-WINE and I will send you three of my favorite organically grown French wines at half off the regular price. That's just $25 per shipping. Isn't that magnifique? I think so. If you don't share my enthusiasm, I'll gladly refund your money. So take me up on my offer and call me at 1-888-ECO-WINE. E-C-O-W-I-N-E. Au revoir. More talk, less rock. Come on, that's a good thing. Alternative Talk, 11.50 a.m. All right. Yeah, 
that that commercial says more talk, less rock. But you know, like when you listen to the Dr. Pat show, like we're doing now, like you get the talk and you get the rock, and then you get to rock and you get to talk and all of that, and it's all good. It's all about shifting the energy, creating a vibration. And I am I'm here with someone that knows a little bit about that. I'd say Carolyn Mace, and she has been shifting the vibration and calling each and every one of us to action for a very very long time. And she had her event yesterday. Of course, uh, people were coming to listen to what she had to say about sacred activism and sacred contracts, of course, and we had to bring in another 150 shares. What was that like for you, Caroline? Well, I was very happy about that. That uh, tells me that there is an undercurrent, Pat. There is an undercurrent. I think that I'm going to speak directly, or quite out of character, but I, I really <laughs> do think that there is... Um, a frustration as as experienced uh, Robert Kennedy was very direct very very direct you know Americans um, the Patriot Act was initiated to silence Americans not to look for Al-Qaeda Americans are frightened they are frightened people for the first time they are frightened and I don't even think they can identify it because we are not a people accustomed to being betrayed by our own government. We are very naive people. And we are not accustomed to recognizing betrayal because we are very trusting of our government. Yeah, we don't expect it. We don't, we don't, no, no, it's not even expect it. We don't recognize it. Never mind expect it. Other nations have been betrayed by their governments. Russians have. They've had the changeover of governments. They've gone from fascism to democracies to this or that. Italy's had 40 governments since, since World War II. I know. We don't have that. We are not accustomed to not trusting our government. That's number one. We're accustomed to being free, and we believe we are free. So we are not accustomed to recognizing that this Congress and Senate and President has taken a weed whacker to our Bill of Rights. And that we have not done a thing about it. We've become complacent. And we've looked the other way. We have looked the other way. We have. I know. And I'm right there. I'm part of the weed. We have to own that. We have to own the fact that we've looked at that and said, look at what these horrible people are doing, and we've done nothing else but complain and gotten on silly blogs. And we think that by getting on blogs, ridiculous silly blogs, that that's actually making a difference. Well, it doesn't make a difference. None of that makes a difference. The only thing that makes a difference is action. And if our historic tradition teaches us nothing else, it teaches us that what changed things is action, is being willing to take the consequences for your action and being willing to become uncomfortable. Listening to lectures about what could be, what could be, and all about brotherhood and planetary communities and all, that is wonderful, but not unless you're willing to then do something about it. Whether it's invest your money or make yourself uncomfortable, what New Agers need to realize is that they have to look at how much they don't want a world community. Never mind the ideal. They also have to look. Sacred activism is also looking at how much becoming a global community means your life is going to change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
You also have to look at, do I really want that? What does it mean for me? Yeah, I'm the ideal. It doesn't mean changing everybody out there. It also means shifting in my neighborhood, and it may mean my little upper-class neighborhood, my little gated community, my little this, might have to, the gates have to come off. It might mean that I have to change my income. It might mean all kinds of things. And maybe, maybe you also have to look at what it means, social activism also means looking at where America has to stand in the global community as a global community member. You know, I get the sense out there, Carolyn, that, and I talk to a lot of people, I talk to a lot of people like you, and I get the sense, it's like, you know, it's really not affecting me right now. I mean, you know, it's not really affecting me. I I still go to my job. I still do what I'm doing. It's not real, Pat. I know. That's the thing. I I know. I'm I'm just saying that that's that's what I hear. And it's not until it hits the pocket. Gasoline makes it real. Well, now it's real. That made it very real. Now it's real. It's polar bears are dying and people, kids, people are dying all over the world and we watch it on TV, turn it off and it's all, but now that it's gasoline and it's a nickel more a gallon, well, by God, now I'm angry. Now it's gasoline. Gasoline. I mean, I can sit back and look at this. I almost got in a fight in gas. I almost got in a fight in gas. I mean, who would believe that with my brother? But I'm standing at a gas station, and I get out of my car, and there's this there's this woman, and I, could, I just smell the sort, the sort that drinks beer out of a bottle, which I have a thing about. You know, women who drink beer out of a bottle, and I just, maybe it's my Catholic background, but in where I grew up, and how I grew up, you don't do that. Anyway. So here is this woman, and I just know she drinks beer out of a bottle, I can tell. So she's standing there, and she says, look at the price of this beer, a beer, I mean gas. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked right at her, and I said, thank George Bush for that. So she looks at me, and she says, I voted for him. I'm at a gas station. I've never been hit in my life. No one's ever touched me that way. I've never hit a human being in my life. I've never hit anybody. And I've never been touched violently in my life. I don't even know what that is. So she looks at me, I look at her. I said, thank George Bush and pull out your wallet. I don't have to. I mean, I'm such a laser with the with words. And so she looks at me and I know, uh-oh, this little, this little creature is a uh-oh. violent individual. So she says, I voted for him. And I said, then shut up and pull your wallet out. All right, now I don't talk like that. Yeah. But this is... The violent psyche. Mm-hmm. It is. So I then she, but then I noticed she had the gasoline in her hand, and I didn't. And I thought I better get out of here. So I, I just sort of, you know, went into my car and thought. Nyet. But I said to myself, "You are bordering on a vibration I cannot tolerate. Mm-hmm. You are going to put a bit in your mouth. I'm putting you in restraints because you are you're stooping to their level." I've got to pull you back, girlfriend, because you are stooping to a level. But that's what I feel. Now, this conference reflects to me that that, America's depressed. America's sad. America's angry.
apologize for that. I guess we lost the connection. Their phone line has now since died. That's okay. We're at the end of the show. Everyone have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy Mother's Day. It's right around the corner. Be loved. And love your mother. She brought you into this world. Have a great weekend. Thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150. And every Tuesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Pacific on voiceamerica.com. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com. Wisdom U presents Sacred Activism, integrating soul and service to build a wisdom civilization.